College wasn't really the best route for me. I tried it out three times. In the facility, I'm looking at these massive jazz engines. I'm like, oh man, this is amazing. Something in my head said, if I can fix this, cars or anything shouldn't be a problem. My introduction or what helped me, again, is the desire to always want to be fixing things. everyone. Thanks again for joining us on the Falling for Learning podcast. I am T.D. Flinaw, the host and a career educator. Our podcast here is focusing on parents and making sure that their kids are on track for learning and to stay on track for success. And today we have a special guest, Manker Bia. He is an aircraft technical engineer, and we have him on the show to really talk about his path and his education leading up to becoming an aircraft technical engineer. Thanks again for having us. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you so much for having me this evening. It is definitely an honor and look forward to sharing as much as I can to help the next generation for sure. Yeah, so can you tell us what uh, really drew you into this career? What, you know, what sparked it for you? Well, what drew me into it? To be honest, this it wasn't something that I planned. Born, being born and raised uh, African, I grew up, you know, I came to the state very young. And the goal has always been be a doctor, be an engineer mm-hmm. of some sort. But college wasn't really the best route for me. I I, I tried it out three times. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, tried it, I tried it out three times. It just wasn't cutting it. And so I just, you know, at the time, decided to settle into working multiple jobs. I did that for a very long time. But at the same time, I've always been very great with my hands, very great with my hands. And I got encouraged by my significant other at the time was like, you know, my parents said, if you don't have a college degree, it ain't going to work out. (laughs) And it's not going to work out for us. I was like, oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) With a male ego, I'm like, well, whatever, whatever. But that I embedded something with Amy and I kept, you know, like trying to figure out, okay, did I come to America just to, you know, work at restaurants and work at these warehouses and things of that nature. But, you know, when we had that conversation, she was like, I mean, if you're not even going to go to college, at least let's figure out something that you could do with your hands. Right. And because I've always been, you know, mechanically inclined, you know, working on cars, doing this, doing that. And this is something that I really never thought about. So when she brought it up, I was like, okay, maybe I could go and become a car mechanic. Okay. And that was, you know, that was something that I I, I was thinking about, car or bikes. I wanted something maybe a little different. And um, One second, so how old were you at this point? At this point, I was 21. Okay. But yeah, I was 20, 21 around that and um, I'm just, you know, processing, working, processing. And it was really by accident 
that I passed by the school, the aviation school that uh that's actually kind of in the neighborhood, honestly. And <laughs> if you're familiar with Georgia, it's in Duluth. And I was just like, I looked at it for a while, I passed by, I looked at it for a while. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. Let me go check it out. Literally, I went in and asked some questions to like the admin. And they walked me around in the in the facility. I'm looking at these massive jazz engines and looking at all that. I'm like, oh man, this is amazing. Like something in my head said, if I can fix this, cars or anything shouldn't be a problem. Right. You know, and really that was my deciding factor when I went there. It took me about a month to get enrolled, and it was a two-year program. To okay. get and um be where I'm at now, but yeah, this really was a deciding factor or the roadmap for me to get into the aviation world. Wow! So just by chance, going in there, what did your parents think about this when they heard about the aviation? My parents went to funny, you know. Well, first of all, they're super excited that I actually, you know, found a path that I enjoy because they definitely have seen me you know fixing cars and doing this and that always you know so they were happy that it's something that I could I enjoy doing and the fact that I was in school also was definitely you know (laughs) encouraging to them but yeah it was definitely I mean a struggle in a sense because it's a whole new industry I didn't know much about Right. right going to school learning and again, college wasn't really my strong suit. So I didn't have a focus of, you know, getting it done or I didn't have a passion in school. So what helped me out, it was a lot of hands on, okay. right? Not necessarily, you know, going and just reading books and getting the information from the books. We get the information from the books and we see it in real life, right? Okay. We're able to apply it. So that really helped me out. So what was the name of your college or your institute oh, that you went to? Uh, it's called Aviation Institute of Maintenance. There's actually quite a few uh, locations that's uh, out here. Okay. Yeah. Again, stepping back, knowing what I know now, a lot of kids actually, and some coworkers I've actually had, got an opportunity to take some of these curriculum in high school. There are okay. Some, there are some... Um, high school that actually provide these programs when you're in high school. So just like how to do a college prep thing. Yeah. yeah. Some uh, high school actually provide those. And when you're done with it, you take tests and just get licensed. Okay. So yeah. you're saying it was a two-year program and it's not like a associate degree or anything. It's just like a certificate for this? It's a certificate, correct. It's not okay. an associate. You can get an associate in um, college, I believe, for it as well. Okay. Yeah. All right. And so what do you really find fulfilling about the job? First of all, those massive engines, I'm able to literally fix them. Like those things that, you know, transport people like 300, 400, maybe 500 people at one time. But I could actually look at it and say, yeah, I know how it operates. I know how it works. And I can put it together. You know, that is just amazing. 
And it's a lot of people's dream to just be able to fly, right? And for myself, I know coming to America, you know, flying wasn't really uh, something that was a dream, but I was also afraid of height. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I never really wanted to ride in a plane. But right. yeah, it's just an amazing feeling to be able to uh, work on those. Every time I get a chance to, it's amazing. I enjoy it, truly. Okay, so you said you grew up um, African. Can you tell us like what country you came from? Your yeah, absolutely. Born and raised West Africa, Liberia. Okay. Yeah, I came here as a refugee. All right. So how long have you been here now? I've been in the States pretty much all my life. I came uh age of 10. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We are, yeah. So one thing I want to go back to that you said is that, you know, college wasn't your thing. What made this different than like the traditional college that you were having an issue with before? Well, first, you know, the traditional college, there's not really a guarantee of a job, traditional college, right? We go, we learn these, you know, pick these majors, we pick these subjects and things of that nature. And you might even get your degree in business management or even get your, because I went in first, of course, I wanted to be the doctor. <laughs> and, you know, I started taking pre-meds and I just like, oh, yeah, the same, the same me. That's not the language I, that really resonated with me. But um, this to me was different because, again, it wasn't so much of just learning just a lot of technical information that's not useful, right? I can literally uh, learn the information and go apply it and see it come to life, right? And that's really helped me because, again, it was pretty much career-focused, bottom line. So... When uh, we think about, you know, this is not like the same as traditional college, like what is there like big tuition to go with it and like student loans? Oh, yeah. No, there's definitely you can um, get student loans. There's grant. You, um, yeah, you uh, use FAFSA. So all of those programs are definitely available for an individual that gets approved. Obviously, you can get the student loans mm -hmm. uh, if you qualify for grants and things of that nature. Absolutely. So it's a private school that you attended or is it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Yes, private. Hello, parents and caregivers. Join us every Wednesday for our Well-Educated Wednesdays on Instagram Live. From 5.30 to 6 o'clock, we will be getting your questions answered about how to get kids on track for learning and to stay on track for success. It's free and you can ask any question that you would like. We're here to serve you and to make sure that you have the tools and strategies needed to make sure your kids are a success. And you can make sure that next generation is on a path to greatness. So what about your educational background before you got into this program really helped you do well in this program? 
Was there some things like as our parents are listening, are there some type of skills and knowledge that you had in your foundation that helped you succeed in this program? Great question. Honestly, it's one of those, if you are mechanically inclined and you have the desire and interest to build something and be, you know, you got kids that from a tender age are always amazing with Legos, you know, and you'd be like, oh, that's going to be my architect. That's going to, you know, (laughs) so honestly, that's, Again, that's my introduction or what helped me, again, is a desire to always want to be fixing things. But as far as the traditional education-wise, maybe a basic math in high school, physic, I mean, physic, high school education is very important, especially um, for this program as well, because you got to know a lot about physic and math. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. So parents really need to look out for like are your children into building or mechanically inclined, and that might be a career path that you could steer them towards. Um, you know, obviously there's lots of options, and that's the point of having you on is making sure that people understand like all the different choices there are out there. I mean, it could be a four-year college, it could be a two-year program like you went through, or a just starting your own business entrepreneurship. So we definitely promote that here on the Falling for Learning podcast. So because it was like two years, I'm wondering about, and so we're going to get personal, but do you like, what's like the starting pay for that kind of job? No, for sure. So once the school is over, there's a series of tests you have to take to be able to finish the programs. You got some people that don't take the test until... They complete the program. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely not helpful to do so because obviously the information is fresh and you want to be able to take the test as you go. But there are definitely a lot of series of tests. And then at the end, you have to do a test. You have a instructor that you have to perform, actually pretty much build something. Oh, do it in front of them. Yeah, in front okay. of them, right? But after that, right, after that, you, you know, are able to get your license and stuff. So from there, for me, there was no job in the state of Georgia that was hiring with no experience. So I had to go to uh, Chicago for the first time. But starting out there was uh, about 15, 15 bucks an hour plus because license uh, pay. But yeah, it's about 15, 16 bucks I started out. Okay. Now, it might be a little more now because, again, like, you know, you mentioned this is an industry that, one, it's not known well. And a lot of the people that's already in it are kind of phasing out, in a sense, are going into retirement. So they definitely need a lot of young blood, so to speak, right, to get into it and get to know about it. So they're definitely recruiting and promoting as much as they can. There are a lot of airlines that are actually doing some programs to encourage people to get into the field by making it easily accessible to get into the schools. And also as a byproduct, the pay rate is has been increased a little bit 
maybe to adjust with uh, inflation and things. I'm not sure, but it's definitely a lot better now than it was when I started. Beginning, right. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for explaining that information about it and making sure we can have different options for our students as they are growing up. And I know that you also have another career that you're working on. And can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, no, for sure. My passion, my second passion is personal financial education. That, uh, again, is something that I definitely had no idea growing up when I was doing my whole dead-end jobs and things of that nature. I used to use the excuse of, hey, working at a restaurant, it's okay not to have money. And that's a terrible excuse. (laughs) (laughs) It's a terrible excuse. But um, yeah, the passion with that is really providing uh, financial education to the masses and basically understanding the importance of our habits with money, right? Whether it's understanding your credit, right? What got your credit to be where it's at? Understanding the importance of investment, emergency funds, even life insurance, right? Those are industry that a lot of people kind of get uh, confused about because, oh, life insurance for the deaf. Oh, I could be rich overnight with life insurance. Mm-hmm. Which one is true? Which one is not? How you can marry it to really get to your, you know, goal as far as, you know, living the life that you want to live. Because ultimately, we all have this, you know, everybody want to be wealthy, bottom line, right? But mm-hmm. how we get there is really what makes it different. But yeah, that's really what a passion is, personal financial education. Okay. All right. And as far as your uh, career in aircraft technical engineering, how long have you done that job? I've been in the industry going on 10 years. I'm like literally a few few months shy of 10 years, which is pretty you know, interesting because I'm like, man, it's 10 years already, right? Like, it was like, it felt like yesterday I was, you know, doing two jobs and trying to make sure I, I uh, get to school on time and things of that nature. But yeah, it's been 10 years. And, you know, I wish, again, I knew about the high school portion of it because um, I was living in New York. I didn't know nothing about it. And family living out there, I would have definitely done that and I had student loan. You know, but you live and learn, you know, so, yeah. Okay. And then, so what are opportunities there for, there for like career advancement in aircraft technical engineering and? uh, Yeah. So you can, from a mechanic to what's called lead, which would be pretty much like assistant management. You know, you could be management, you could be a supervisor, you could be a operational manager, regional, even up to like a VP. There's definitely rooms to advance. Okay. Yeah. Now, to get into management, you want to be able to have your bachelor or uh, master and things of that nature. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And... If a parents or someone want to reach out to you about either your job or the background about your aircraft technical engineering, mm-hmm. um, how do they uh, follow you or look you up? Oh, I am everywhere on social media. <laughs> Maker Bia on all social media platform or 
yeah that would probably be the best way to get in contact with me or of course uh emails things of that but yeah okay and then as far as your business goes with the financial education what kind of uh, programs do you offer or services that you offer Really, the main service we offer is we do workshop Monday through Friday. And the workshop just encompasses everything within the financial realm from making sure we are budgeting properly, making sure we understand, you know, things like life insurance, make sure we understand different aspects of investments, what's out there and what we can take advantage of. At what stage we are in um, getting to that financial goal, right? And helping you as an individual understand where you at and how you want to get there. So that's the main thing. And from there, we're able to assist person, right? What it is, hey, you're struggling with an investment because you don't really understand it. Then we'll guide you personally. Or if um, you want to know about life insurance and how could, you could use it for yourself, we help with those. So it's... uh multiple things that we help for the focus is to get their personal education out there. Cause it's funny that, you know, there's a lot of things to teach in school, but personal finance, that's literally <laughs> everybody's goal. It's not taught in school, you know? So, yeah. yeah. And everyone has to have money, you know, money makes the world go round. <laughs> and I'm, I'm actually really proud to hear that as of lately, maybe the last five or so year, there are certain high schools that are making it mandatory that students to take personal finance before they graduate, which is incredible, right? That's really incredible to me. So yeah, it's it's because you're allowed to have like student loans up to like two, three hundred thousand. But yeah, they don't tell you about these interests on these student loans that you have to pay it back. And you know, yeah. So yeah, yeah. 17, 18 years old. Yeah. You could right. Absolutely. And so, yeah, that's why we want to talk about all the different options that are available to kids. Uh, They may be taking the four-year college route or, you know, there's ways to get that financed. But, you know, a lot of people do go into debt for it. But then, you know, there's also entrepreneurship. And like you did a a two-year program that you connected directly to a career, you know, so. Yes, I honestly, I highly recommend it. Highly recommend if, again, right now I don't have kids, but honestly, my recommendation for, you know, if kids are in high school right now, you know, kind of trying to choose path, do a program. You know, right out of high school, do a program, something, having a skill, nobody could ever take a skill from you. You will always have a job when you actually develop a skill, right? Now you can, after you uh, you know, get those skills, you could go back to school and, you know, four year, eight years, PhD, whatsoever you desire. If mm-hmm. that's your desire, definitely do that. But once you develop that skill, you you literally always have a job. One and two, that entrepreneur ride is also there. Right. If you have that mindset, you could use that skill to be your own boss. So I highly recommend, you know, doing some type of program that will actually start you off in life because you'll never lose that. Yeah. 
Do you have any advice for parents when they're like steering uh, their kids or helping them? You know, that might be helpful or maybe some things that they want they shouldn't do that maybe turn the kids off. Or... It really just kind of mirror into what I just said. Uh, if instead of trying to push them to go to the cottage route, again, making sure that your kids is able to be able to generate income. Right. Because the goal, you know, from a lot of conversations I've always had with you know, parents or adults is, you know, my kid's going to go to college because I went to that school. My kid's going to get their master's because I got my a bachelor. You know, they're going to do one step better than me, which again, it might be your goal. It might not be the kid's goal. Or if it is, at least make sure they're able to always, one, finance their life, make sure they're good, right? And a skill is something that you can never take from somebody. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you know, in, promote and encourage them to develop a skill. That would be, you know, really one advice that I would give parents in regard to, you know, pushing the kids to the next. And of course, you know, encourage their dream, whatever that is. Yes. Because at the end of the day, it's their life. And um, it's not about your dream that you want for them. It's about theirs. It might not look right pretty in the beginning, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it do usually work out in the end. Well, I really appreciate you joining us and, you know, check out Manker Bia on the social media platforms. And thanks again for joining the Falling for Learning podcast. See you next week. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for joining the Falling for Learning podcast. I am T.D. Flanagan. We drop new episodes every Saturday at 5 p.m. Join us on YouTube at youtube.com slash at fall, the number four learning. YouTube.com at fall for learning. You can also catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the major podcast platforms. And we appreciate you for joining us and making sure that you have the tools and resources to make sure your children are on track for learning and can stay on track for success. Have a great week. Thanks again.